Yeah. Up now, they're both a developer and a publisher. Oh, and the, oh Justin's here. Justin. Oh my fucking god, Justin! Catch him quick. Oh, uh, he can't hear us yet. He's working on his audio. Welcome to the Good Games Podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo. And Justin might join the episode. Way. He could, might be on his way. He could be coming any minute now. The suspense. Just think of he could pop into the screen right now. Right now. Uh, but he didn't. Uh, yeah, Justin, oh. I'm assuming he's taking care of his kid, putting his kid to bed, something like that. So he 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 might join halfway through this episode. You know, uh, hopefully by the time Isaiah starts to uh, get to that age where he's like not wanting to go to bed, then Ethan will be old enough where he's a little bit more on schedule. I don't know. Then at least you have one of us, you know? Right, 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 right. Yeah. But we're grateful yeah. that right now, aside from Isaiah getting sick, you know, he mostly just like, you just pop him in the crib and he goes to bed. But I know there's going to come a time where that'll end. He's just going to be strolling in here. Be yeah. like, Daddy, what are you doing, Daddy? <laughs> He's going to turn <laughs> why, why some, some he... sort of British. Yeah, I was going to say, why does your kid have a British accent? It's, it's always British kids in the videos. Uh-huh. In the viral uh-huh. videos, it's always it's always British toddlers that make everyone laugh. What is this podcast, Papa? <laughs> what are you doing, Father? Uh shit! I really hope your kid has a British ac- British accent now. We've actually yeah. joked about that because I, I use it so frequently um, uh-huh. lately that especially when imitating his voice for some reason. So like we joke that he'll he'll start talking like that. I know. That, yeah, that was something uh, Justin was joking about. I think before they got pregnant, that he was just gonna walk around like imitating like Arnold or something all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> It'd be amazing. <laughs> you just ruin awesome. a kid's life. It'd be amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of ruining lives, have you mm. been playing Final Fantasy fourteen? I have. Man, when did I first mention that I was picking it up again? It had to be at least three months ago. And you're still playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm taking it very casually, which is different for me in terms of MMOs and stuff. And I think part of that is, you know, I'm, I'm a different man than I was in the in the golden era of MMORPGs, who I was then versus who I am now, maybe I don't know. And part of it's probably just what little time I do have. But yeah, I get on, you know, maybe an hour a night, probably a lot less often, and just work through the main story quest and do a couple of like daily things at the gold saucer and then log off. Nice. And you know, it's pretty casual. I've, I'm in some guild or whatever. I barely talk to anybody, but. They're there if I if I want to, you know, mingle, or get mostly just like steal resources like a some sort of homeless person, uh, and um, it's a fun little game just to be casual with. You know, that's that's actually exactly what I'm looking for right now because uh, as of a week ago, I am a brand new dog owner, and like when my wife's not around, uh, it's just me taking care of the dog, and I find you have to get up about every five to ten minutes and tell him to get the fuck out of the trash or, you know, stop chasing the cat or stop peeing on the floor. You know, it's just constant. You just have to be a hawk all the time. And like the, a, a lot of game, like um, 
one of my one of our mutual friends brian is very and you know i'm also very into fighting games but he's gotten very into guilty gear and he's like oh you gotta learn guilty gear i'm like yeah i just don't have time to learn guilty gear right now like, yeah yeah because uh, yeah. like uh, learning a fighting game takes a lot of like um uh, a lot of un uninterrupted time where you can just, you know, practice one thing, repetition, repetition, you know, go online, play people, play people, play people. Like, I can't do that right now. Like, in the middle of yeah. a match, I might have to be like, oh, shit, and run over to the dog. So, like, I've been playing, like, a lot of, like, turn-based RPGs and just, like, I've, I've finished Chrono Cross. Um, uh, yeah, uh, games games like this, like Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> would probably be good for me right now. Just, like games that i can just be like nope 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 pause i need to walk away yeah i mean the only downside is you know final fantasy is in a you know fully online experience yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. pausing yeah. is not so simple compared to single players have you played through the witcher games mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, well okay. i played through like half of the witcher 3 and oh, like yeah. a quarter of the witcher 2 and none of the witcher 1 gotcha yeah i've been in like a console gaming mood and i Ooh. and i kind of I booted up The Witcher Three again. Um, Interesting, because I played all those on PC. Oh yeah, well, well. yeah. PC um, sucks. <laughs> well, uh, now is not a good time to fix that problem. Um, still, yeah. not yet. Maybe eventually. Anyway, bringing this back to Final Fantasy Four, I keep trying to. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I've I played it a bit, but I, I am nowhere near as much as you have. I presume. Um, actually, I don't even have to presume. I, 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 well, I looked at my time, and I mm -hmm. think I have about like 15 to 20 hours, maybe, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm still like in uh, what is considered like the main like original story content, which sucks. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's okay. It, yeah. It's just standard MMO stuff. Like, go here, kill five of these, come back, get your reward. Go here, kill five of these, come back, get your reward. Like oh my god! Like I, ugh. this is what yeah. I hate about MMOs. Like I don't yeah yeah you can't really can't really get away from those. No one no one has perfected the uh, the more truly story driven character development on MMOs. Well, I keep hearing in the expansion content for Final Fantasy fourteen. I keep hearing the expansion content is some of the best storytelling not 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 just in mmos but like in final fantasy like just like mm. excellent storytelling i wouldn't know because i haven't gotten there but i just keep hearing people uh talk about well therein lies probably one of the most controversial things about final fantasy 14 besides you know how it all got started i, I think today one of the most controversial things about it is its main story quest uh it is yeah, the only fun. mmorpg that well, no, no. I mean, specifically, it's the fact that you have to follow it uh, sequentially, yeah. Um, which is unlike most MMORPGs that I've ever seen, where like, you know, and this is probably a little bit more old school thing, but like, you know, in, in MMOs prior, you could kind of like boost your character real fast through the early content, and if you wanted to get to the latter content, you can very quickly get there, and then like. The game like really opens up, and that's kind of what people always talk about—the end game. Um, yeah. But or 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 like at least you can get like buy an expansion and then like make a character at that level and then immediately start at that expansion content or or something like that. And Final Fantasy XIV doesn't really do that. Like there is a a way if you pay SquareSoft extra money to get a max level character, but I'm not sure. I've never 
don't know the specifics of that, but as far as I know, like unless you do that, which is paying extra on top of the game, um, you kind of have to go through that main story quest from from you know the first level all the way through to the like right now, I technically own uh, the core game and like three ex- expansions, and I've only played the core game and two expansions because I'm still at that part of the series of main quests, you know? So like I have this extra expansion, this extra game almost that I can't even play yet because like it forces you to go through the main story quest to get there. I don't know of any MMO that does that besides this one. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So why? Okay. Cause at time of recording right now, this is this game. Final fantasy 14 is like the hottest shit in the world uh, there's been articles written like their uh, the server queues are all full, so they're having to kick mm-hmm. AFK players. Like everyone's just trying mm-hmm. to play this game. Like a lot of the big World of Warcraft streamers are leaving the game and bringing their audience over to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, everyone's talking about how good the story content is. Like, is it the story content? Is it something about the game? Like, I, I when I look at this game, I just see yet another copy paste like bog standard mmo it it doesn't seem special to me what is it about this game that is bringing in these huge numbers right now well i mean if i look at pick uh the most popular fighting game what's different from that fighting game to the myriad of other fighting games right like they're all basically the same thing two characters fight each other until their bar goes down so if you look at at a high enough level it's just another mmo but what makes what sets you know the newest hotting hot fighting game apart from the others? It's it's the technicalities. It's the things that you don't really appreciate unless you're into that kind of game, right? Well, what are those things for Final Fantasy fourteen? Well, I think the reason people are moving to it from like other MMOs like World of Warcraft um, partly is the that that concept of the end game a lot of those streamers and stuff they spend a lot of hours in mmos so they're playing like the content that the the, the publisher the, the you know the game development company is, is designing for max max level you know maxing out all of my item like it, like fighting bosses over and over to get this next piece of item that increases my item level so i'm that percentage much stronger um so like the strategy around completing dungeons and raids and bosses you know 24 people or whatever fighting together and like the mechanics of the boss fights and the and the level design of the dungeons combine in in those atmospheres with the story of like you know why it is you're doing what you're doing it's an experience it's an entertaining experience i guess and perhaps a fresh of, of breath air compared to other mmos right now in terms of just design, right? Just like level design, boss mechanics, skills for the classes, the balance. I don't know that kind of stuff. The old fresh of breath air. Breath um, of, you know what I meant. I know exactly what you meant. Uh, no, because I knew like, what I was saying wrong as I was saying it. I was like, fresh. <laughs> of, that's not right. Uh, breath of the fresh wild. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, like a lot of these multiplayer games, because that's one thing MMOs and fighting games share, and uh, and a lot of multiplayer game, you know, your your MOBAs, your shooters, you, you have the concept of like the game's health is determined by the size of its audience, right? And you want mm-hmm. um, you want you know a big diverse audience in your game, and with most games, you have your highest numbers when the game releases, and then it just slowly bleeds away over time. Now. 
when, you know, in fighting games, when a new character is added in MMOs, when a new expansion comes out, you know, you get these big, the big boosts, you yeah. get the big boosts, but it's still, it's a graph going down over time. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 14 seems to have defied the normal. It's just going from what I understand, the player counts just keep going up and they're having <laughs> to like spin up new servers and to accommodate the demand for this game. I, I, well, I strangely, can't. like the, w- me and uh, Matt Wong, who's been featured on this podcast a couple yep. times, play it pretty regularly. And one of the things that we joke about is that um, there's a couple different end games in this game, mm-hmm. which is also mm-hmm. unlike the, the only MMO that that reminds me of a lot is one that we've talked about on this podcast is Star Wars Galaxies. Like really? Star Wars Galaxies, what, you had different end games depending on if you're really interested in like yeah. being a dancer or being like yeah. a trader yeah. or like the the housing stuff or like pvp or like fighting pve content or whatever like mm-hmm. the, the basic things and i think final fantasy has something similar where there's definitely i mean i'm in a guild with like 500 people and there's definitely people who are just on there every day for hours just to go grind a gold saucer and do like fun mini game type stuff and collect all of that currency that you only get from like it's basically like the casino it's just open 24 hours and you're doing like little mini games and earning like unique mounts like the car from final fantasy 15 you can only get during like until august 12th i think and i'm trying to get it um you know and things like that and that's like an end game like there's definitely people who are just that's the main thing they're doing and then there's the bosses and raid bosses i mentioned before and then there's also like just you know a crowd of people who are just like working really hard on housing or like on glamoring them their character to look as good as it can there's a whole website devoted to people's like style and like they just post like a unique style with like colors and stuff and like that's like all some people do like that's their end game right so you're marketing to a couple different types of people and you still have an end game for all of them which is you know interesting i can understand that having played games like um i don't know minecraft comes to mind uh uh, i know minecraft literally has a credit roll the end you win game screen now but back when i played it it was just open-ended and you kind of just had to set your own goals um uh you know find something you want to do and go do it so yeah i i i I think i understand that uh but i know that's not your favorite thing too yeah so i I think it has to there has to be other things in the game that draw me like minecraft was just like oh you just be like crazy creative and explore and like uh like wow like there was a lot of other things to that game that made it fun uh, other than just trying to, you know, because f- like my goals would be like, oh, I'm going to build a replica of Ganondorf's floating castle from Ocarina of Time. And like, oh, that's my goal. Now I got to build it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can understand having like setting your own goals in, in Final Fantasy 14 and having your own end game. That makes sense. And I mean, one of the things I will say about Final Fantasy 14 is that there is, I mean, I won't deny that there is the classic mmo fetch and kill quests that you know plague every mmo but the you you get these kind of breaks it's kind of like a regular final fantasy game Mm -hmm. where you kind of play towards the next cutscene like you get these breaks that are filled with like some sort of cutscene of of the of the real story that probably if you were to just take out all the bullshit like of the level grinding Mm -hmm. and just like watch the cutscenes like it's it's it would be a relatively you know entertaining final fantasy story i don't know if it's the best final fantasy story ever written but it's probably better than you know most mmo stories out there 
but there is a lot of in between like you know from the first cutscene to like the next cutscene 10 levels up there's just a lot of bullshit so you you said you haven't gotten into the latest expansion stuff then right Uh, i am on the second to not the most recent expansion but the one right before it okay because i i think it was one of the more one of the more a couple of the more recent expansions that everyone was like oh my god like yeah, just like, and I was like, really, like a story in an MMO? I don't know. Uh, well, I'll find out because I'm, I'm okay. working through that one right now. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it enough. Like, it's def- as someone who's played many MMOs, it's definitely different. You know, it's not mm-hmm. completely flooring me right now, but it it is different, and I think probably marginally better than most other mmos but also like i think i'm just like with mmo rpgs i'm just kind of a traditional sucker like i'm like the perfect candidate for you know a consumer because i just want to immerse myself in a world i already love like that's my main criteria for an mmo that i've really spent a lot of time on the only three that i've spent like at least a year's worth of paid subscription because you know at least are like 15 dollars a month usually right um the first being star wars galaxies hell yeah hell yeah the second being lord of the rings online nice i played for like two years and the third is final fantasy and so all three of those worlds and universes are things i already enjoy like before the mmo Mm -hmm. so when you play the mmo it's obviously like i will just be a sucker for like the easter eggs and like oh like i got recently they gave me a veteran reward and i have squall leonhardt's clothes like i my character is literally wearing it I'll share it with the podcast later. Yeah, please, please post that in the comments or something. And that's so stupid, but I'm like, awesome. I love it. Hey, that's your end game. I want to, I want the Final Fantasy 15 car. What is it? Like the, the Royal crappy black car that they drive. You can get that as a mount. Don't remember what it's called. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. You know, like those kinds of little things, just like it's, it's fine. Like little cactuars. I can play, um, the, you know the the card game I'm trying to play. Uh, so that was uh, i realized okay i have to play through a certain amount of the um uh, of the game and then mm. it kind of opens up and i think once you get access to like the airship port yeah you can yeah. go to the gold saucer which is from final yeah. fantasy 7 but in All the right. gold saucer one of the mini games they have is triple triad from final fantasy 8 and I was like, well, that's my end game. I just want to get to the Gold Saucer and play Triple Triad. And I did. And I'm like... Eight and nine, right? I mean, nine has Triple Triad too, right? Well, nine has Tetra Master, which is like, it's close oh. to Triple Triad. Uh, I used to think Tetra Master is better, but um, it, it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've no, always loved Triple Triad. triad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely my shit. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's in the game. Like, I mean, there's little, there's still moments like now. And I'm actually getting to the point now that you and I have talked about um outside of this recording where like I, you can get to the point where you're actually getting to replay sort of experience the tactics story a well, little bit i think bit. we talked about that in the podcast for tactics yeah okay yeah Listen to that episode. yeah shout out to a couple of weeks ago um so i'm getting to that point so like there's still opportunities for me to experience you know things i already love but like like immerse myself in it a little bit more through this game which is just perfect like that's it's stupid and cheesy, but I love it. Like that's that's what I'm all about. Cool. I remember uh, I remember playing Lord of the Rings online and walking as just like through like no quest line or anything, and then going into the woods and recognizing the three 
like ogres that were turned to stone in the hobbit and they're just the developers just put them in the woods somewhere in the game like exactly where they would be if you read the books and i just like came across it totally on my own and i was like oh my god this is amazing like you know Mm -hmm. that i don't know why that just does it for me one of my biggest problems is that the ivalis that's in final fantasy 14 is nothing like the ivalis from uh final fantasy tactics uh i mean i it at least in the sections of the game that I have played. Uh, but yeah. Well, that I mean, that's very like, you know, our favorite term for JRPGs and Final Fantasies in general is it's like, it's very up as up its own ass in terms of like the story and tie-ins and, you know, there's mention of like the Zodiac stuff from Final Fantasy Tactics, which we barely touched on in that episode. Yeah somehow that's like the tie-in to this and i I don't it's all up its own ass so i don't really know Uh, how to make sense of it but uh i I gotta remember up its own ass because i have a i have a anti-endorsement um anyway okay Um, sure anything else with final fantasy 14 um well you mentioned i know that you feel like it's a spin-off and you felt very strongly about that yeah and i um, disagree well, oh, all right. Yeah. What, what's your well, okay? Because no, I, you're the challenger. I explain because this is already a, a game with a number on it. So tell me why yeah, it shouldn't well, be. Okay. First of all, why it shouldn't be? Uh, I I don't like the identity of these games has always been like an offline single player experience, right? And to have. Because you're already seeing it with Final Fantasy XI. Like, no mm. one is going to go play Final Fantasy XI, right? If you want to play XI, you're going to go play fourteen. Although uh, eleven user base is actually growing, I learned. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because nobody can log into fourteen. I don't know. Why is Maybe, 11 user yeah. base growing? I, I have no idea. I did try playing it back in the day, but I, I never really got into it. But some yeah. people, somebody it's, is. Like, eventually, eventually, we're not there. I, I think it's already happening. I'm almost certain it's already happened on consoles. Uh, the mm. console versions of Final Fantasy Eleven. I'm almost certain you can no longer log into the game. At some point in the future... Maybe pretty hmm. soon, Final Fantasy XI is going to be a dead game, and you will not be able to play it. Like, like that's gonna happen to Final Fantasy XIV. Hmm. I mean, like maybe you can do what we did with Galaxies and like load up a server. Like a, a community will load up a server emulator, and you know have this. I don't know. I I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. It it's such a different style of game that I don't think it belongs with the rest of the series and. Like, uh, I don't know. Eleven and fourteen just should have been spinoffs. <laughs> I mean, if if you're just strictly talking about the style of game and whether or not it's available, you know, mm-hmm. strictly online or single player, then yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't really agree that that necessarily means it shouldn't have a number in the series because the designers themselves decide what kind of game they feel should like they never said this is a series only of single player rpgs they just said this is one this is two and this is three so if they want to make you know final fantasy 16 uh, an online game like i don't know they just kind of have the ability to do that i don't really and to the same if to the same thing i will also say that i don't see why final fantasy mystic quest shouldn't have been a number you know <laughs> i mean <laughs> You can by that logic though, you could say like ah Final Fantasy 16. Now it's a, a fighting game. Final Fantasy 17. Well, like, 
Now uh, it's. <laughs> I mean, does the does the format now it's a shooter? I mean, do you not call Zelda Breath of the Wild Zelda because it's not a top-down action RPG? It's no, a totally different. It, no, but it's fans like. Well, first of all, there's not like this hard and fast like these are the. Well, I guess there is. But, I mean, there's definitely fans who are like, I like 3D Zeldas. I like 2D Zeldas. I like both. But there are, like, but fans. Is that, who... But is that the des- by design of the developers? Or is that just the fan base, you know, dividing themselves based on their preference, you know? I don't... I guess I don't get what you mean by design like, the developers. Like, are the developers of Final Fantasy saying... You know, Final Fantasy is defined as a single-player RPG experience. Or can they make a fighting game and say, this is Final Fantasy 16 now. This is the future of this game. I submit that they can. Like, I, we have no control over that. It would be, I agree, it would be totally different than what everything they've made before. But if, the, if Squaresoft said, hey, Final Fantasy 16 is a fighting game, They'd be like, all right, they, cool. here we go. They have the power to do that. It's their IP. Like, you know. I don't know. There it would be weird, but I, I kind of don't see the point of spin-offs, I guess is my point. Uh, uh I don't know. I, you don't see the point of spin-offs. Well, I mean, I, I see the point of why you would market it as a spin-off, sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't necessarily think that we have the ability to dictate whether or not something it's considered oh, you're saying it's not it's not our it's not our place to question what Square right. does with Final Fantasy. Yes, that would that would be my point. Uh, yeah. They have well, the no, power I'm very much questioning what they're doing. <laughs> well, sure. I mean we can we can question, but at the end of the uh-huh. day, like they have the ultimate authority on what they consider to be a okay. mainline game or okay. not, I guess is, is my point. So you're like, all right, this is the developer's intent. It's Final Fantasy 14. Hey, if they die. say it's a number and like you said, if it's if the if Final Fantasy 16 is a fighting game, I can't question it. I mean, I will question it, but at the right. end of the day, right. I I it is what it is. Like that, okay, that's Final Fantasy 16. It's totally different, but this is that's what they decided to make. I don't know. Mm, okay, I, I mean, I guess my suspicion is that it's all you know. It, it has very There's little more to marketing. Do. Oh, it's absolutely all marketing. They're like <laughs> this game, like statistics show are are. Uh, focus surveys show that the game will sell X number of copies more if it's a numbered series. Right. Like, uh, well, but but with that line of thought, you know, uh, what's going to stop them from making the Final Fantasy 16 fighting game, right? I mean, if it's just going to bring more money in, they'll just do it, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, to me, there is a certain... Uh, first, like reputa- they might lose some reputation. Uh, there is a reputation... There is a quality standard <laughs> to uphold. That at least that at least used to belong to that series. I mean, we yeah. started to stumble a little bit after the first, I would say, 10. Uh, were, I would say it started with 10. 10 yeah, came yeah, out yeah. with 10, 10-2, and that's where everything went sideways, okay. right? Okay, okay, okay. 10 was the first one that started to have its own uh, spinoffs or sequels, at the very least. Right, uh, right. Yeah, no, you're right. There's there's a there used to be a like quality standard, like hey, you know these mainline ones, you, and you kind of knew what those games were. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just I, there are certain games in the series that I would like to just take an eraser or two, <laughs> like no. Uh, Square Enix should just take the uh, kind of the Microsoft model, and then just every other game is like an official game, but the ones in between are, are just like you know. 
like here's like a experiment you yeah know? Experimental i mean we talked about we talked about how much we love tactics like it, it it is different gameplay wise from the rest of the series, but I'd love to take an eraser to like FF eleven and be like, uh, tactics. Is <laughs> tactics 11. is yeah. FF eleven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, whatever. Yeah. That's just my take on it. I guess. Sure. Sure. Uh, anything else with Final Fantasy fourteen? Uh, I think it's a good game. I think I don't... it's an MMO, <laughs> but I haven't. I've only spent fifteen something hours with it, so maybe it's not worthy of a number in James's eyes. But it's a good it's not game. That it's not worthy of a number. Like obviously, it's a fantastic game, and a gajillion people are playing it right now. I'm just saying it doesn't fit with uh, my vision. <laughs> my vision of like, what <laughs> your, I see your vision the rest for their of, yeah. vision. Yeah, my vision for their vision of what the rest of the series is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I would love it if come this on game was hire James. Yeah. I, if this game was just called Final Fantasy Online, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, if I want to play Final Fantasy Online, I will. Uh, I don't know, that's whatever. true. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So, what is your take on whether or not Final Fantasies 11 and 14 should be numbered series? Email us at goodgamescast at gmail.com. Um, while you're at it, uh, what's your take on Final Fantasy 13? Should that be erased <laughs> from history i still uh, haven't played that only because you wouldn't let me oh my god it's i i keep hearing that it's the like spin-off sequels final fantasy 13 2 and 13 3 are like decent if not good but i'm like i i can't i can't <laughs> like those oh going back to that place with those characters i can't do it anyway um we are if uh, it's, you you should support us. It are hey Please. you listened you listened this far you must at least like something right We're a little I mean, entertaining yeah right you're a little bit entertained you're like twenty and thirty minutes into this podcast right uh, leave us if you if you really like us which apparently you do uh, leave us a thumbs up or five stars or subscribe or like or whatever it is that you can do on your uh, chosen uh, way to consume this media. Uh, if you really want to help out, you can also support us on Patreon. We are Good Games Cast on Patreon. And we also have a Twitter that is sometimes we tweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we have like um, a friend of ours. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I already talked about him. Yeah, who's Matt on Long, there. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's tweeting yeah. for us. Follow us and tweet Matt Wong. And see if he tweets back. <laughs> He'll tell us if you say something interesting and we have to yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you can talk to one of us directly. It's a little experiment. Just tweet him and see if he tweets back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then email us if he doesn't tweet back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Justin, what's your favorite thing about Final Fantasy fourteen? Do you like do you like it? Do you hate it? What do you think? It's okay. I mean, being a World of Warcraft guy. Um, I'm editing uh, this in after the fact. Yeah, James is gonna be doing lots of editing. <laughs> yeah, this one's gonna be a Tarantino just job. Gonna, just gonna be throwing it in there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> my, I would say so to kind of throw it out there. It it was a bit overwhelming initially. There's a lot of there's a lot of UI. That's one of my things. It was just, oh yeah, there was, just a, windows there was a, upon windows. They yeah, tiny icons, big icons, and there's a lot of things with like the professional the jobs the 
so I mean, you know, I'm tr- I was trying my best to try to understand it all, and but my biggest complaint I would say of the game is the UI. That the UI just gets a little confusing. Um, me being me, I went with like the I forget what the class was called. It's essentially the mage class, like the magic. <clears throat> Thermatuge. Um, yes, and uh, I mean that wasn't too difficult to figure out. Um, there are a couple things I still. Uh, I'm I'm trying to grasp of how like I guess like if you use like too much of one spell, uh, it starts to get weaker while the other one gets stronger. So they want you to kind of I guess hmm. I've never played I don't it. Know if that's a thing. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I don't know. It's something like that. There's like a little gauge that they gave you, and they're like, hey, if you use ice right now after you used fire ten million times, you know it'll be a little bit stronger. Like a bonus. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I guess that's what it is. That's the thing. I don't hmm. entirely understand it. Um. You know, what, that's something th- we didn't really touch on, dude. That's worth mentioning, too, though, while you're on the topic of classes and jobs. Like, they do have some really interesting class and job designs. Um, so that also could be a fresh, <laughs> a breath of fresh air, <laughs> a fresh breath of air for, oh, uh, for people. Right, uh, right. Uh, um, but but also, they kind of messed up a little bit because I think with the original con well, not the original original content, but like the Realm Reborn content, yeah. they had this concept of jobs going into their like advanced class, which was reminiscent of things like you know the job systems in, in old school Final Fantasies. And I think that was something that like engaged a lot of Final Fantasy fans. But then they kind of just said, ah, fuck it for the rest of like all the expansions. <laughs> you just are like, you just choose the class that you want, like any other MMO. So the only classes that matters for is like the OG ones that came with like the Realm Reborn release. You have to become gladiator before you can become a paladin and you have to become a warrior before you can be a, Berserker, you. whatever some, you know. Some of them are in a tree, and then some of them aren't. And the tree like, is yeah, just yeah. like a two-node tree. Level thirty, okay. you get yeah, your yeah. final class, and you're done. But you can be level like eighty now. So there's no further me- development of the trees of, yeah. you know. I think that that's that's a lost um, potential there. They could have made that a more interesting part of the game. But yeah, cool. Um, the only other thing I found weird was like the whole like kind of cutscene thing they put onto like so when you're going and doing quests that it has to cut and then go to the person's face and watch them talk and then, <laughs> yeah. and then once they're done talking they cut back to regular it's like is that is that necessary i mean I, okay it's final fantasy you want to see the characters you want to see the faces you want to see the detail sure but i feel like it didn't have to happen for every single quest you did sure yeah one of my points i made earlier was that it's it's kind of like an old school Final Fantasy in that you're like kind of working towards the next major cutscene for like the story and all the stuff in between is just bullshit MMO fetch quests. So you don't really need to focus that much on it, but you still have to do it, which is annoying. But some of those cutscenes, like the big cutscenes, you know, like after like yeah yeah a, a dungeon in the story or something and like develops actually develops the story. The only ones that really matter, <laughs> it's probably just more of a handful compared to all of them um some of those are pretty crazy uh and if you follow the, the the characters as you go pretty interesting like people losing limbs and shit it's nuts but i mean overall for for an mmo i mean it feels like an mmo it plays like an mmo um mm-hmm. i mean be going into the first city everyone's all lined up trying to sell shit or do whatever there's just an entire line of people down the alley. it's just ridiculous but i mean it certainly feels like it i mean if you're someone who's like 
obviously a WoW fan or something and you want something to try out, I would say, yeah, definitely give FF14 a try. Uh, James put out a question to me earlier. I'd, I'd like to know if you have any thoughts oh, on it. Yeah, it was like weigh in on this. You know, recently Final Fantasy XIV has gotten a lot of growth, and a lot of it has come from big WoW oh. Twitch streamers and, and the fan base that has migrated to Final Fantasy. And just like, why? Why do you think that is happening? You know what? Um, what does, is Final Fantasy doing that WoW is not? I guess. Well, for one, probably not being creeps. Uh, just throw that out there. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the whole Blizzard thing. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, is, it just, is it just Blizzards messing up? Really? Is that you think that's just like part of that? I think it's partly that. I think it's partly people are getting pissed off with the subscription thing. So what people are uh, one complaint I heard was that Blizzard now has been coming out with a new WoW expansion at least every one to two years. And when they do come out with it, they pretty much make you pay full price for it, even though it's not technically the full game. It's just an expansion to it. Hmm. And everyone is sitting here going, if you're going to be popping this out every year, why the fuck do we keep paying subscriptions? Like, why can't it be like, like I get a year subscription for buying the game? And if I want to continue playing it, then I, you know, subscribe a bit more. But like, why isn't there like an, I don't know, people were complaining that why isn't there a subscription included and that they keep dumping money into it and that it's not really, I mean, they change it, but sometimes they don't really change it. And sometimes it's yeah, good, but 14 sometimes does the same bad. thing though, right? Don't they? Well, pro- less frequently than WoW for sure, as far as expansions. But um, I don't know if they're full price either though, like $60 or whatever. Mm, yeah. Okay. So the, the no. okay. The expansion sure. pricing is a little less, uh. A lot. <laughs> uh, a little what's less the name a lot. Of it's cheaper. That's the word. Cheaper. You're Thank for. you. Cheaper. 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 Well, I guess the main the main point is, you know, why are we paying full price for an a DLC, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could and the thing is like you could pay full price for a game and then not have a chance to play it because you're not paying for the subscription. So that everyone's like, Why is that a thing? Like, why can't I just get if I pay sixty dollars, give me a year subscription with it? That's, yeah, it's very it's like, and, and, does it, and everyone sitting here going with how big your fan base is right now. Does the subscription still need to be what it is? Like, why can't it go down a little bit? Or I don't know. Or why can't it be that the subscription includes the expansions? Or I don't know. People, I guess, are just getting tired of paying for it. I'm sure it's many reasons and that, you know, they're just maybe some people are getting bored of it. I don't know. But I did find it funny that I think wasn't it like uh <clears throat> they ran out of like possible keys to give to people yes. for yeah, they literally sold out of digital keys for really? the game. Yeah. Like yes. they, they couldn't they couldn't produce any more alphanumeric yeah wow but I've not heard that oh god uh, this game is like blowing That's... up right now at time of recording it yeah. is crazy yeah and i'm sure like the stuff with blizzard probably didn't help everyone said no, well yeah. i'm gonna yeah, yeah. take a hiatus from wow because of the creepiness so what else can i play and they find 14 they find you know all the yeah other ones. i definitely agree i think it's probably a mix of all those things i will say as someone who's played both wow and 14 i've always liked 14 a little bit more just in general uh, part of it is just as i mentioned before is just i like the world already of final fantasy and like the little tidbits and easter eggs they give me are they work really well for me but the design is actually really interesting and unique for it, I mean, in terms of if you're a fan of the MMO yeah. me- mechanics, they, they do and, things a little bit differently. 
that is the one thing I've heard. Now I've I haven't played WoW and I haven't played much of 14, but that's the one thing I've heard, uh, and I'm just repeating what I've heard secondhand or read secondhand, is that Blizzard is just with World of Warcraft just repeating the same thing they've done over and over and over again. Uh, and a lot of fans are looking for something new, and Square with the Final Fantasy expansions is like pushing the envelope let's try some new shit let's try some more crazy storytelling let's try you know so the 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 new content that is coming out for 14 from what i understand is more exciting than the new content that's coming out for world of warcraft but that's just what i've read but also square enix uh like get into our age with like your website the freaking website to buy the game oh it sucks ass oh my god (laughs) bad It's been oh. the same. That that website's been the same oh. since the initial launch before Realm oh, Reborn. Like, it is a terrible, no, yeah, so terrible bad. website. So Signing bad. up, like, yeah, getting set up. Oh my God. It's impossible. It horrible. Yeah. It's absolutely oh. impossible. I set up the account, and then, like, the login didn't work, and then it did work, and then it stopped working, and then, uh, like, I don't know. Oh, it's I like, had the same experience. Uh, yeah, and then I had to, like... I couldn't remember my password, which I mean is my fault. So then I had to like do the thing and send the email, reset, and then I had to reset again. And Where all the buttons are like, like in a weird place, and like the UI is like, like weird. Redirected me to another website, and I was like, I yes. think I'm at the wrong website now. Like, yeah, it it's tough. like a totally different website. It's yeah, a fucking yeah. disaster. Yeah, it is. Um, it is terrible. Square Enix, use the funds that you've acquired from the popularity of yes. this game yes. to improve your your, uh, lo- your new not. user experience. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, cut this. Oh, cut this yeah. in before the. Um, what do you call that section? Like your endorsement. I don't know. Or not no, endorsement because it's not really. I don't know. That's support the, this cast section. Support um, section. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So uh, one thing I do want to say is the music in FF14 oh, is yeah. is really really good. It's solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. some of it is also taken from you know previous composers and stuff. So you'll hear like your, your favorite classic. OSTs or at least remixes or something, but like the stuff written for 14 is also phenomenal. Like, I mean, I would say FF8 is probably my favorite game for music, mm. and 14 is mm, my it's getting okay. up there to where well, it could be number two for me. Yeah, nice, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll do some editing on that, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Our top five is, uh, well, Final Fantasy fourteen pretty famously had a, uh, I think, putting it charitably would be a rocky start. Um, we didn't even touch on that, but yeah, I guess we yeah, can. Yeah, no, know. it was a fucking disaster when it first launched. So <laughs> yes. much so that, I mean, everyone complained. Uh, everyone kind of quit the game immediately after. And uh, to Square Enix's credit, they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to fix this. We're taking the game down. You can play it for the next whatever. Uh, and then we're taking it down and we're going to work on it. And they actually like worked it into the story, right? There was like a yeah, giant no, meteor yeah. that was coming for the world and then it destroyed the world. And then it was like, yeah. oh, now Final Fantasy XIV is called A Realm Reborn. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So the, the failure, the critical and commercial failure of this game is now canon in the game. Right. Uh, I mean, when you play the game, characters talk about like the cataclysm or whatever they call Mm -hmm. it, and like they reference, you know, the the destruction of the of version one point out. They blew up the world uh, and started over. Um, uh, So uh, our tie-in today is our top five disastrous launches. Uh, So this is going to be a collaborative list, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What you got? And I mean, I'll just start with the one we just mentioned. 
I can't think of a more disastrous start yeah. than Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, but I, also, got, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have definitely. I got two games ahead with... of this on disaster. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm excited to hear about those. And I've got to two me, games this... below this. Oh well, I've got one along the same lines, but we'll see. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. I played version one, and it was oh, atrocious. Yeah, okay. it was so bad. So you were there, uh, all right? Oh, I was there in a way. I mean, I didn't get to max level and stuff the way you know. There's people who actually got to play sort of the event of things happening and like be there when the servers are, you know, being like, I I was, think, they were bringing to the story. I think maybe my sort of resentment of this game's <laughs> numbering sort of comes from that the early days of that because we're coming right off of Final Fantasy 13, which I fucking hated. And then we oh, go yeah. into Final Fantasy 14, and like, I'm just, I, I didn't play it. I was just reading news stories about what I'll, a shit I'll show it was. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, well, we've clearly what is happening. Them. I'm yeah. like, now th- these games don't mean anything anymore. They're, it's just the series is shit now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, right. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I get it. It was a traumatizing thing for, yeah, for yeah. all of us. And, yeah. uh, but to their credit, while being probably the most atrocious launch I've ever seen, yes. this is probably there. the most unique story I've ever yeah. seen, especially for an online game There's- to just. But even just in general, like we're gonna just pretend that never happened, and go back to the drawing board for two years yeah. and rework a game that we already launched, and like we admit it was trash, and we're gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna fucking do it again. We'll, we'll do it again. Yeah, from the top. Huge, and it, I mean, huge. That's that's a huge. That's, risk. I've never that's, seen another company and it do that. Paid off because everyone in their mind absolutely is this game right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's a wow. What a turnaround. Yeah. like success story. It's crazy. That's, that's a big risk to take to pour even more money into a failing game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, good. Good on Square Enix there. Uh, I have okay. So below that, I have. Well, I have some games on my list that are kind of, or one game that is sort of similar to the story of FF14, where it was like, Ooh, but then they turned it around eventually. I've got might games be the same one my, as me. I've got, I've got a couple of games. I have uh, Anthem, EA's Anthem, by uh, Bioware. Yeah, Bioware. Oh, okay. I never Bioware. played that. I I, 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 Am I crazy? That sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Bioware made Anthem, right? Yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. did they. Yeah, I think, right? Am I am I email us at good games? <laughs> am I losing my fucking mind? EA's anthem. Uh it came out uh yes, developed nobody... by Bioware and published yes. by EA. Oh, thank yeah. God. All right. It sounded weird coming out of my own mouth, but I, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't doubt myself. Anyway, uh that, that's a recent uh online, you know, one of these live games, online mm-hmm. shooter, looter shooter, and it came out and nobody asked for it. Uh, you know, Bioware is <laughs> not really what bioware was known for yeah um, I was just, like that's so that's so odd right like bioware makes like yeah. you know decision driven rpgs and... yeah so this was out of their wheelhouse and i guess it showed i mean nobody asked for this nobody liked it nobody wanted it it was just a disaster and ea kind of <laughs> they like had one foot in one foot out they were kind of like oh no we're gonna turn it around Do you guys, guys like this gonna... <laughs> yeah uh but then i think as of a few months ago ea is like now nah, there's <laughs> We're we're cutting our losses here. There's no more updates for Anthem coming. Uh, And it's just kind of been a shit show ever since launch. Um, Bioware took that uh, game dev tycoon strategy model where, you know, hey, you got to 
if you got to diversify the genres that you're putting out yeah. Yeah. to get the most uh, sales sales. Yeah. Um, so yeah, didn't pan uh, out. I also have Fallout seventy six on my list. So whatever, ha- yeah. What happened to that? I didn't even bother with Fallout oh, seventy six no, either. But this was sort of the same sort of like Final Fantasy fourteen thing for me, where I'm just mm-hmm. reading stories and going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was definitely uh, a lot of. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, most of it was. I mean, Bethesda's games have always kind of had a hilarious uh, a reputation for like hilarious bugs. Um, but there were just a lot of bugs in this game, a lot of which were not hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that were just fundamentally broken at launch. Like, um, there was a lot of, like, griefing and, like, a lot of, it was, there was, like, glitches where you could, I don't know. There was just, it was super, super buggy, and the content was, like, super sparse. It was just a very, mm-hmm. not a lot of things to do in this game. You can play it for a couple hours, and that's it. Uh, there was no NPCs. There was no... This is a this is like I think this is another one where like people expected Fallout and what they got was like not Fallout because it like there wasn't really a story there wasn't like decisions to make there wasn't it was yeah just, that's but that's like eighty percent of Fallout if you don't have that what are you doing <laughs> uh, it was just kind of you from what I understand again I did not play this game you could just kind of wander around in the wasteland and be an asshole uh, that's what the game was um, the <laughs> nice. other. The other half of, like, I mean, there was obviously the critical and commercial failure of the game, but there was also, like, hilariously, they were, like, uh, promoting, like, oh, if you pre-order, uh, they had all these influencers, you know, um, uh, if you if you pre-order Fallout, you can get this cool, like, uh, Fallout bag, like mine, and, like, good cool Fallout power armor, and, like, the bags they sent out were, like, these super shitty... Like, it was not at all what the influencers had. It's like a fanny pack with the Fallout logo on it. I don't know what the ultimate end result of that. I don't know if there's a class action lawsuit for false advertising or so. I don't know. It, it was just a shit show. I want to yeah. say the the power armor helmets they had were somehow toxic or so. Uh, maybe oh, I'm confusing like, things. But, people uh, getting lead poisoning from the helmet? It was just an absolute shit show. Whatever could go wrong with that launch did go wrong. That was Fallout 76. I think Bethesda is both a developer and a publisher. And Fallout 76, they developed and they published. But like for something like Elder Scrolls Online, which has been received a lot better than Fallout 76, they, it was developed by another studio and then only published by Bethesda Softworks. So maybe just take that approach with all uh, the IPs, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I would also like to throw in uh, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> that um, I... I... I think that has got to be the most disastrous launch. Uh, I think that's it's close. Was it? Uh, I mean, the funny thing is, is like I find it half disastrous, half funny. In that the fact yeah. that it was just so glitchy, it was just actually kind of fun to play it. I yeah. mean, yeah, it was so buggy. Let it but be like, shitty <laughs> for yeah. for people on like shittier PCs or yeah. like last gen console. It was unplayable. It was so yeah. buggy. Yeah, it was unplayable. Fucking... It yeah. would just fucking yeah. crash. Yeah. Like you couldn't yeah. play the game. And that might be, I'm a little biased because I did play it on PS5, so I didn't have as bad of an experience. But also, like, FF14, I think, takes the cake for me because, like, 
it was like a complete launch for FF14. Like they're like, here's our game. Uh, and it was garbage. But then 2077 felt a little bit more like uh, we're not really ready, but we can't push hold you off any further. So here's our game. And so it felt like they already knew it wasn't great. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Sony literally delisted it from the PlayStation Store. You could. Oh no, it was terrible. Don't get me wrong. It was. It's a terrible launch. Yeah. No, I know, but but I'm just saying, like the attitude going into the launch, or like the circumstances around Uh, why they launched. You're saying Square was like, ah, we think we got something, and like, oops, we don't. But like, right? uh, uh, CD Projekt Red was like, here we go. Yeah, I think it was CD. Here's a half cake. Right. If it was their choice, they would not have released it. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you can't really say that they... You, you, it's obvious that they kept delaying it, and, and they could no longer delay it. So yeah, their, the their, their hand was forced. Yeah. So that's the only reason I give I give the number one spot, in my mind, to 14. But I mean, honestly, it's okay. a toss-up. They're, they're both, I agree, I agree, the worst launches, I think, in video game history. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only other uh, thing I have is comparable, and I think we could get into the weeds on debating like the different circumstances here but no man's sky yeah, i think was like no man's sky has got to be on that unmitigated that, disaster yes. that uh, was that was my last game on my again, list is the only three false promises was mostly That's what that was the, yes uh, now the difference is a it's small, not a technical failure yeah it's not a technical failure but a well, kind of indie, a small indie team like that doesn't have a marketing department so just everyone was just believing whatever that guy said, and a lot yeah. of it was bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, but when you take that much in terms of like you know, uh, pre orders and, yeah. and excitement for the game and, and you yeah. know, sales, even everyone's expectations were up here, and the way reality of what the game was was way and, down. And just, so there's this huge yeah. gap, yeah, total failure in terms yeah. of that, yeah. Um, yeah, but that one is interesting because it's there's definitely, I think, a, a case to be made for it being called technical failures but i mean i think more so it's like it's like a marketing and design failure yes that was that was a marketing failure as yeah. opposed to like technical failures, but that but probably failure, probably one of the worst I've ever seen. If the not, marketing if not the worst. failure was a fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but goes they the did books. have a good comeback. You gotta give. Yes, them just like, they have just been like, coming back. Just yeah. like FF14, I keep hearing that like No Man's Sky is actually kind of good. Yeah. It is kind of good now. I've I've heard that too. I I yeah, yeah. bought it for the first time oh, just like you? last last well, how year. Is it? Is it I didn't good? play it really. Oh, I played okay. like the right. little bit of it, and then I was like, ah, "I'm just gonna play Elite." It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. But I've heard it's good. I've heard it's. Good. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I had on my list. Uh, that was the main three I had. But here, you know, I'm noticing a pattern though. Maybe we're making a case here that launching atrociously, you know, failing at launch doesn't necessarily mean the end of your game, right? And I maybe. Think, well, for Anthem, it's it definitely worth it. did. <laughs> yeah. For is Fallout it, it, 76, yeah. it seems like that's going to be the case for Fallout 76. I know Bethesda's still working on it, but uh, I, it seems like yeah. that game's on life support, from what I, I understand. Statist- statistically, I, I keep forgetting about the game. I forget yeah. that it is even a game. So I, Yeah, I totally forgot about it until he brought it up. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think, I yeah, think I the mean... launch of that game kind of doomed it. Yeah, I, I think it's a more statistical anomaly that you are a game that fails that bad and comes back. But yes. maybe it's a risk few, someone few, out there is willing to take, you know? 
few and far between are the cases of No Man's Sky and Final Fantasy fourteen. I think, yeah. Right, right. I mean, I'm uh, trying to, I'm trying to think like, because these are very modern games, like games that yeah. actually didn't come out all that long ago. I'm trying to think back well, to like anything in the like, past. Like anything, anything before like these like live service games, it's they didn't not have like launches before. You, right? you can't patch your game. You don't have like so right. it wasn't a, you didn't have a disastrous launch. You just had a shitty game. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like like when I'm thinking of a recent game that has been remastered uh-huh. and to have less bullshit in it and let uh, you an option to play a certain yeah this this motherfucker right here. Mm-hmm. Um, Skyward Sword was like not really well accepted for its motion controls. Everyone just did not like motion controls. But then again, everyone kind of it, that was more of like a they half liked the game, half liked the controls. So I mean, honorable mention, I guess. But yeah, like yeah, just thinking weird. back, like I mean, I can't really think of a game that I mean, I'm yeah. sure there, there's games that were just complete garbage that were that came out by shitty producers but that's i mean that's not even but it's an interesting point yeah because like launches you know quote unquote is something of a more recent more modern thinking a launch yeah a launch implies that you have a service that you're going to update yeah right yeah or at the very least you have sort of you know uh an expect an expectation set even if it's a single player game like Cyberpunk, you know, but it's, it's an, in an online world, we communicate about it preemptively and have pre-orders and you know all this. Yeah. Whereas yeah. twenty years ago, you didn't have that. So. Yeah. 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 yeah you just the, released the, a the shitty age, game and like, eh, it didn't do good. The age <laughs> turns of patching. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything other than those five? Are those the five? I, I think mean, those are the five, that's man. Pretty solid. I mean, if anyone one were to to think of those games, like that would be it. Yeah. All right. The worst five launches in video game history. Okay, wait, wait. Do we you, do we want to rank these at all? Uh, I think you start with uh, seventy six. Okay, seventy six. The, the story. Still. I mean, in fairness, the story of seventy six has not been. Uh, well, I don't know. We're not. We're just talking about the Completed. launch. So, uh, yeah, we're just talking about the launch. I guess. So yeah, yeah but the, I mean, okay. I, the other ones are just so much more atrocious that. I think by yeah, I mean Fallout seventy six elimination, kind of a disaster, but yeah, yeah. But the other ones are so disastrous. Oh, or maybe No Man's Sky. No, I was going to say Anthem because it wasn't. I, from what I understand, it wasn't that you know there wasn't a marketing uh, disaster. There wasn't like technical problem. It was just no one gave a shit. It was just like I didn't ask. Yeah, okay. I didn't ask for this game. Like the game came out and it was just crickets. Like nobody just cares. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like like Anthem at five. I like Anthem. Arguably, another game like that. Just another honorable mention was Battleborn. Oh but yeah! Oh, that's a great one. That Fuck, which launched at the same exact time as uh, Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. Oh and yeah! Like oh my god! Totally I forgot about that, that game. Yeah, oh, man. We were at the E three where they're. Do we want to Do we want to swap these for Overwatch? <laughs> for Battleborn. Battleborn, you mean? Or yeah, Battleborn. Jesus. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, honorable mention, Battleborn. I, I okay, think we got Yeah, yeah, that's a good honorable mention. I forgot completely about that game. I totally did as well. That's which, funny. by the way, they made free to play. Yeah. Uh, they just gave away their code. They just <laughs> yeah. Just done with we'll, it. We'll, we'll call this like a professional like a university yeah. experiment. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So five anthem, four Fallout seventy six. Wait, in what order are we doing this? Is this like? Is is number one like the worst? The yeah, worst. Yeah, the worst launch. Okay. okay. 
Uh, so the top three are No Man's Sky, FF14, and Cyberpunk, right? Yeah, absolutely. Those are so the, maybe, without a doubt the top three. You want to put No Man's Sky at three? Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. All right. So what's the worst launch of all time? Final Fantasy 14 or Cyberpunk 2077? For the reasons I mentioned before, the fact that, you know, Square Enix was was ready for the release and still had that disastrous of a launch. I put Final Fantasy at one, Cyberpunk at a, you know a very close second because it's just as bad of a launch. But I do mm-hmm. think if they had the the full power to make a decision, they might not have launched it. So. Okay. 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 That's how I read it. Cool. All right. I'm I'm fine I'm, with that. Feel Final Fantasy fourteen had the worst launch of all time. Yeah, and is and now it, one of the. One of the most successful and most played MMOs. So yeah, so I was gonna say too, like if you think about like the time that Final Fantasy fourteen took to fix itself. Yeah. Versus like twenty seven seven to get on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There and there was a long time where there was, was a big old money. gap. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I mean yeah, like I, I, being number one. I, I think what made it seem even worse was just the fact that they admitted it. Like that also kind of adds it to me. It's like they're just like, you know what? You're right. We're this gonna is just, trash. We're just gonna redo this thing. It's yes. that bad. You know, Cyberpunk. Right. Like they were still kind of like, I mean, it's it's good. It's playable um, on. It's really playable. If you got a thirty ninety. You're good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, both, both terrible. There you go. Final Fantasy fourteen, the worst launch of all time. Uh, you guys want to endorse stuff? Yeah, sure. Did you endorse the podcast? Yeah, I did. did. Okay. Before Um, our top five, I've I've got uh, I've got some endorsements. um, Two of which are um, sort of related to Final Fantasy. One of which is not. So uh, first, I'm going to anti-endorse something I endorsed previously. I endorsed on a previous episode of this podcast playing Chrono Cross. Uh, The ending (laughs) of that game is don't play Chrono Cross. It's it's bad. (laughs) I take it back. That game is bad. I still enjoyed oh my, my time playing it, but don't don't play it. It's not good. The ending of that game is so dumb. It's such a bad sequel to Chrono Trigger. Don't play it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> hey Square, uh, since you did the whole thing with Seven, can you can you do that with Chrono Cross? Oh, just, just be- like make it good. <laughs> yeah, just like say, hey, look, the timeline changed. I don't think well, anybody wants it. That's that's literally the entire premise of Chrono Cross. Yeah, that's that the premise of the infinite... game, but so do it again to make it better. <laughs> ah, here's a parallel. There's a parallel universe. Parallel, parallel. Cro- There's a parallel universe where Chrono Cross doesn't suck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm also going to endorse the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters. Um, so the first six games of the Final Fantasy series are being remastered and re-released again. Um, I've added those to my wish list. These are uh, they—they're calling them pixel remasters because the art style is more true to what the game looks like originally on the Super Nintendo and SNES, or the NES and SNES. Uh, mm. Some of the more recent remasters would are like, Ooh, what if Final Fantasy III was like in 3D, or like, what if these games had like really shitty mobile phone art? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly which remake you're talking about. But um, uh, it's I have not. I'm endorsing these a little bit blind, and I'll get to why I'm doing it blind. I've seen what they look like. They look. I mean, it, the pixel art looks great. They've done new like animations for all of like the spe- like 
you have the original pixel art, but like if you cast like fire, you get like this really cool fire animation that's like half pixel art, but it's also got like bloom particle effects, effects and like particle yeah. and it like oh wow that it like pops off the screen and you're like oh mm. shit. Uh, they have like a whole bunch of quality of life stuff. They have like you know like uh, quick saving auto battle. They have like the menus animate really well now. They have um, uh, you know translations for a gajillion different languages. Um, just like a bunch of the big selling point to me, though, with these pixel remasters is that Uematsu has gone back and remastered the soundtrack. So I think, I, I'm not 100% on this, but I think you have an option to listen to the original chiptunes or you can listen to Uematsu's remasters. And I've heard the remasters and they're fucking great. Uh, <laughs> I've uh, heard those too. Yeah, they're really, really good. So uh, the first three are out on mobile and steam now in the coming next two months four five and six will be releasing and i'm very excited specifically for five because that is my favorite super nintendo final fantasy uh i'd, I'd like to i'd like to finally play through five and six because i've heard good things about both of those um everyone loves six and just sucks that game's dick and i think that's it's the most overrated game i don't get why people like six i don't get it i will say good that things about both the soundtrack to six is fucking stellar, uh, but mm. I don't get why people like that game. Five is just the best Super Nintendo game. Um, my final endorsement, uh, and this has nothing at all to do with Final Fantasy. Uh, I so like ten years ago, I got like really burned out on like everything was zombies. You had like zombie games, oh. zombie movies, just fucking zombies. Zombie. More recently, it's been like superheroes. Like, oh, he's superheroes. Get your Marvel and spin off and lots of Marvel, and here's some DC, but it's shitty. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here before you, and I'm going to endorse a superhero movie, and it's a DC movie, no less. I'm going to endorse The Suicide Squad. Uh, a couple things. I didn't even realize that there are two movies. With Suicide Squad in them, I didn't even realize that this movie was coming out. I, I was like, completely <laughs> yeah, to be honest, oblivious. it kind of just yeah, just kind of surprised me. There was a movie yeah. in 2016 called Suicide Squad. There's a movie this year that just came out called The Suicide Squad. Here's the thing, though, it doesn't matter if you saw the first one or not. It doesn't really have anything to do with the first movie. There's like a couple of returning characters. It's kind of a reboot, from what I understand, right? Yes, doesn't fucking matter. Don't worry about it. You don't even have to know who the characters are. You can just go into this movie. Just don't don't. You don't need to know anything. Just watch the movie. It's directed by James Gunn, uh, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So mm -hmm. it's it's um, it think it's very much stylistically similar to Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, but my favorite, okay, the entire premise because I went into this movie totally blind. I, like I'm so burned out on superheroes. I didn't give a shit. I don't know the characters. I don't care to know the characters. I went into this totally blind. The premise of the movie is. There are, you know, there's like tiers of superheroes, right? Uh, you have your Superman and your Batman and your Captain America and your Iron Man. Who they're like, yeah, they're the Hulk and they're the best ones. The Suicide Squad is like the shit tier of villains, right? These are all the just the shittiest villains that no one cares about. And the, the, the premise is they're called the Suicide Squad because they go on missions where they're all they're just expendable, shitty superhero villains that are all going to die. And that's the premise of the movie, is that you have just shit-tier heroes who are actually villains, 
and they go on a mission and they're gonna die that's, and that's it that's the movie that's all you need to know i heard it was i've really heard it's good, good. Actually. yeah i've heard it's good okay. from matt wong as well uh do not watch the original one it's it's maybe with riff tracks it's worth it okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's terrible it's so yeah. bad no, the remake's yeah. good, I, especially if you like the style of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, yeah. Which, that's how it should have been. Is like It needs mm-hmm. to be kind of like a goofy-ish kind of... Yeah, it's nice. Shit's crazy kind of movie. They it's tried nice. to do that with the first one, and, and they didn't I feel like... like <laughs> I feel like part of the problem... I feel like DC's going to have like this whole comeback going. Yeah. Because before it was like marvel 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 and they were like well we got to launch movies like we got to have movie we got to get in there <laughs> we got to they kept like they kept yeah. launching shitty movies and now yeah. it's like now that marvel's finally calmed its tits yeah like dc's like all right let's take our time let's, let's get be the dc right I, I i like dc like in, in terms of comics i like dc more than marvel because they're, they're usually grittier and darker and, and i don't know there's something about that i enjoy but Suicide Squad should be goofy, should be lighthearted. Yes. And I think the problem with the original was that like they didn't start it that way. They went in a more like gritty route. And then I think they like got rid of the director and then I like, told some of the next guy to redo it. Do it like Guardians. But they used like they just kind of re-edited it and it was just trash, like and and, and terrible. To if uh, you're not sold on this yet, uh some of the shit tier villains you have. You have Polka Dot Man, you have King Shark. <laughs> these are exactly what they sound like by the way and you also have the weasel he's just a weasel that's it he's like a human weasel that's it uh, is Deathstroke really still in it Deathstroke no uh, he wasn't in okay. the Suicide Squad yeah. damn <laughs> sorry I like Deathstroke it's, a, well, it's the DC Deadpool uh, gotcha. not as funny but you know anyway, it was yeah, Smith in the first movie Pixel remasters, don't play Chrono Cross, don't watch Suicide Squad, watch the Suicide Squad. The I'm gonna have to watch it. Uh, my endorsement is going to be uh, something that's already been out for a couple of months and I've just been on my list to endorse and I haven't gotten to it yet. Um, I was a big fan of a good friend of mine, Robert Bo Burnham, um, since he was a YouTube star. Fuck you. At I was age. hanging on to that one. I was going to inside eventually. Yeah, I've been hanging on to it for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I might have told you guys even originally about Bo Burnham when I came across him on YouTube years you ago. Might have. You might have. I loved, I loved the kid. Like, I mean, he was phenomenal writing and, and good musician and, and just, you know, hilarious. Uh, and now he's like, you know, 30 years old and depressed and he's great. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he put out a new special. Uh, it's not exactly a comedy special. It's more of like a, you know, what do you even call it? It's Well, you've heard of it. Everyone's it, heard of it because it's blowed up the internet. I, it's so, it's it, it's Bo Burnham. And if you're not familiar with Bo Burnham, he, he like writes funny songs that are funny. Uh, and that's kind of been his thing. And that it, it, his his special has that. There are songs that are funny, but it's it's his real talent is talking about real shit. Yeah, there's a lot of like real messages in there, and it's yeah. like I think it's like his attempt at like filmmaking and like trying to make art. It's it's uh, I don't know. It's it's it, it has see. higher it has higher aspirations than a lot of his other work. Yeah, and he's a writer and director now, right? I mean, yeah. he wrote, he made that movie with the eighth eighth grade or whatever. I think yeah, that's what's called. Right? Something. Yeah, and uh, it got really good reviews and stuff. So he's definitely, you know, he's he's maturing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and so does his comedy. Uh, but uh, there's some really, really good, meaningful 
uh, parts of of certain of some of those songs, and they talk about the internet, or they talk about the the kind of hint on how we treat social media. I feel like social media is probably the main message uh, for the whole thing. Is like you know all all of the negative things that that come from that. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's depressing, but it's really good. It's really good. So inside by Robert Burnham. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Endorsement. Um, I would endorse having a, a child who can see demons. Yeah. Had that yeah. scare the other night. I really believe children oh. can see. Okay, so, so our kids have been falling into bed with us um, the past couple nights. Like a little bit of, of a sleep regression thing going on. And he was he was sleeping in the bed. And then all of a sudden he woke up like screaming, like terrified screaming. And. Uh, did we just hey, lose buddy, it's just it's just you and me now. Leo got taken by the demons. Oh, um, but no, he was like he was screaming and it was just the scariest thing. So we woke up and we're like trying to figure out we thought maybe we rolled on him. Maybe we hurt his arm or something. No, he was just freaking out and he's shaking and he's shaking and he's shaking. And then he starts looking around and he goes, put it back, put it back. So it was, eh, it was a fun, scary time. What the um, fuck? Yeah, he can. He definitely saw a demon the other day. And the demon told him to put it back. No, I think he wanted the demon to go back from whence it came. Like put it back, like take it away. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Leo oh, said yeah, that's, uh, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, I guess my uh another endorsement. I mean, it's not really an endorsement. It's more of like a story, which the last one was kind of that too. But is playing games uh, like playing like trivia and like kind of party games that are themed around something that you don't give two shits about, and yet winning and getting. <laughs> So, uh, last month was, I guess, Harry Potter's birthday. Oh, happy like, birthday, Mr. Potter. Yeah, apparently in the books, like some, I think it's like August 29th or something. Sorry, I, I got it wrong probably because I, I don't care about Harry Potter. I don't hate it. I don't care about it. Right. Yeah. Just, I have no interest in it. And yet, so we went to our friend's party and it was all like Harry Potter themed and she made like Harry Potter food and all these like themed things with drinks and all that. And then there's games. Butter, beer. Yep. Yeah. There's games throughout, and you win points. And based on the points you get, she had prizes at the end. So I won the board games, both board games. So I played Clue. It was Harry Potter themed Clue. Oh, Lord. Uh And the thing. You know what? Clue Clue is fine if you take out the dice rolling. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I managed to guess the thing. I think it was on my second guess because no one had the cards and they're like, Oh my God, did you just figure out what it was? I was like, I guess I did. So I won in two moves. Hell pretty yeah. Much. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then there was another one where you, it's like a, I forget what it's called. It's where you, um, you change it. It's like a maze essentially, but you're, you can like shift the maze. Um, you might know what it's called, James. I don't know. It's an old like, school um, game. Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Thank you. I don't. Uh, I pulled that out of my ass. I like vaguely remembered playing. Yeah, it, anyway, it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, labyrinth. But it's again Harry Potter themed, and you had to find the characters. Um, won that one. She made a pool in the backyard that had like black water in it, which was supposed to be from you know a uh, goblet of fire, I guess. 
and they threw a bunch of like characters with magnets on me and fished the magnets out. I got a couple of those. So I, I kind of killed it for that. Yeah. So yeah. So wait, yeah. we went from kids seeing demons to Harry Party Harry Potter parties? Harry yes. Harry Potty. E- Harry, Harry Potty. Harry Potty. <laughs> Harry Potty. Oh yeah. Ethan saw a demon and was freaking yeah. out and, and kept telling us to put it back. And um <laughs> that's literally what happened. So there, have you guys ever heard like the theory that like you know kids are more so like because they're innocent that they can see beyond no no so like when you're when no. you're no born, kids are uh, kids are terrible the theory they're is not. that when you're when you're born that you know the one thing that scientists can never seem to uh, prove or disprove is the is the concept of a spirit that is attached to your you know physical form right and so there's like this pool of spirits like out there and then like when you're born like the next spirit in line that's supposed to be like a part of the world gets attached to that physical form but this then the like most because final fantasy thing i've ever heard yeah i know it's it's totally up its own ass but like the <laughs> fact is that the that spirit was more recently brought to the physical form so it's like still has some you know lingering effects of more recently being a part of the spiritual world so babies and kids as they are still young can still kind of see things from that other world until they get old enough that they're just, you know, bullshit adults like us. But like when you're, that's why when they're young, you always see these babies that are like looking in the corner and like, I see grandma. It's like, because they still have that lingering. They're still in like a respawn period. Right. Or really like a more like a, a cool down. Where you do respawn and you're like, you're fading into the game as you have to respawn. They got that respawn invincibility. Right. So the three seconds of invincibility so they can see the spiritual realm. I don't know. I kind of believe it. I, I think it's legit. What you just talking about spirits and Final Fantasy? Uh, I have one final sort of endorsement. Uh, I saw spirits, Final Fantasy spirits within the movie that famously bankrupted SquareSoft, uh, or almost <laughs> bankrupted SquareSoft. It's not terrible, really. Yeah, it's really not terrible. It's not good. It's not. It is not good. <laughs> but it's not bad. It's just fine. It's like it's a Final Fantasy cutscene. It's a Final Fantasy cutscene that lasts for ninety minutes, and but it has almost nothing to do with like actual Final Fantasy, right? No, well, I mean that's that's that is one of the reasons I think it didn't do well. Was first of all, it didn't market it very well. Second of all, it's just it's a brand new story. It's not related to any one game. Hmm. It's just un, it's it's it, it's Final Fantasy, but it doesn't have anything to do with any of the games. I think that it, it would have done a lot better if there was a tie-in game. Like, oh, you you can now play the game that the movie. Was. I mean, I don't know. I would have settled for like a crystal or like an up its ass story. Like, I didn't oh, really it get that up vibe. Going up its own ass, and, yeah, up its ass? I don't remember. Yeah, well, I don't oh, remember up its ass. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, going uh, up its ass. Final Fantasy always goes up its own ass. Yeah. Well, then okay, then it's then that's fair. That's a Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's part of the formula but, to me. By the way, by the way, I endorse doing this. If you've never seen Spirits Within, like me. And you've played a decent number of Final Fantasy games. Make a uh, make a drinking game. Make a, a crossword, uh, not crossword, fucking bingo. Make a bingo board of just Final Fantasy tropes because that movie mm. hits all of them. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. Just oh god, yeah. Anyway, I have to give that another watch. I haven't seen it since like two thousand one. Was... Again, not good, but not oh, yeah, as bad but as I, mean... I thought it was going to be. I, I watch like not good but not bad movies all the time. That's one of my favorite pastimes. Nice. 
All right. Um, anything else? I think that's it. I gotta go because uh, Taryn has gotten the Isaiah sickness, so she needs help. Oh boy! All right. Know. Well, well, go take care of your family. Um, we'll that do. is our show, and our next episode is probably going to be what League of Legends. Oh man, I am down to play some League of Legends. All right. Uh, next time, League of Legends. Uh, we'll see you then uh, for the good game podcast. What, what's this? What What are we doing? What are, what, is what are we doing? For the good games podcast, breath of uh, fresh, uh, fresh of fresh breath air, uh, fresh, fresh fourteen. James. Oh God, Harry Potty. <laughs> We're getting too old anyway, for, this for the good games podcast. My name is James. I'm Leo. I'm Justin. Uh, goodbye. We'll Get see out of here. ya. Go away. Goodbye. Go on a mission, and they're gonna die. That's and that's it. That's the movie. That's all you need to know. And that, it's... that was the most perfect pause that we got on the stream. Oh, did I, did I cut shit. out again? Just yeah. shit. Shit. <laughs> I don't know why my internet's being choppy, but anyway, just wait. Shit. Are you hosting? Yeah. Uh, probably, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm my yeah. I don't know. I'm probably hosting. Anyway, no, um, no. the Suicide Squad. Yeah, Justin looks great. Justin, you look great. Yeah, thanks. I, I have been ah, um, moisturizing. No, um, I heard it. Uh, yeah. <laughs>